votre au quotidien. C'est sur Taïwan. Oui. fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. It is an area which we call the mystical underground. special edition of the Mystical Underground that focuses on an extraordinary series of events involving a retired psychologist named Candace Sanderson. The events took place in September of 2015. Two years earlier, Candace's life had changed in a 10-minute period when she began to receive information from messengers from otherworldly sources. When her training as a psychologist failed to explain these events, she reluctantly followed the breadcrumbs down a path which resulted in extraordinary adventures into the unknown. Her two books, The Reluctant Messenger and The Reluctant Messenger Returns, chronicle her expedition across a vast expanse of universal consciousness that led to new truths about life that she thought she had known so well. We interviewed Candace for the Mystical Underground in November 2020, but one aspect of her journey was difficult to express within that hour. It began in late September of 2015 with a cosmic vision in which she believes she literally witnessed the creation of the universe. It was followed by five days of messages regarding matters that were foreign to her about black holes, singularities, gravity wells, waveforms, cosmic voices, dark energy, expansion of the universe, sacred geometry, stargates, event horizons, entrainment, photon belts, and how stars were formed. She saw creation as it related to energy, science, physics, quantum mechanics, astronomy, and also Christianity. Essentially, she was given an updated version of the creation myth, far more complex than the Genesis version in which God said, let there be light, and there was light. In the weeks prior to these events, her life had undergone a remarkable change in which instead of sleeping eight or nine hours a night, she would get up after two or three hours and she would go out and run. She had been a runner in high school, but because of injuries, she had not run for decades. Now she was doing it again and increasing the distance each night. Amazingly, during the day, she felt energized rather than depleted or exhausted. She functioned well and felt alert with a new clarity. Then it happened. While running at 3 a.m. on September 29, 2015, she stopped dead in her tracks as she was engulfed in a vision. Quoting her now, 
I felt a sense of swift movement, as if I had fallen into an abyss. Darkness surrounded me, yet within the vast black void, almost imperceptible movement seized my attention. Black shadows, as dark as the void itself, drifted like transparent chiffon scarves caught in a slow-moving night breeze. Only the motion of the dark clouds enabled me to distinguish them from the void. The pattern became more defined as the momentum of the swirling clouds increased and coalesced in a whirling haze. As if on some silent, invisible cue, the energy rushed from all directions toward a central point where a small glimmer of light began to glow. Seemingly in response to this ember of light, the incoming clouds became frenetic and formed roiling waves that raced towards one another. I expected them to collapse together, but instead the waves reversed direction and arced backwards. This motion created the three-dimensional donut-shaped circle of a torus field. The action seemed to energize the light, and it became brighter than a thousand suns. The frenzied movement came to a complete halt, as if someone had paused a movie. Yet I was still there, and I existed in the absolute stillness of this suspended world. Then I saw an ever so slight movement in the light, followed by another and another, until the light began to throb like a giant heart. A new life had been born. I experienced another moment of total silence, as if life herself had held her breath. This tranquil instant ended with an incredible explosion. The beating heart burst into billions of light fragments that spread across the horizon as far as I could see. I wept. I knew I had just witnessed creation. This incredible vision continued and expanded for Candace. Over the next several days, the original vision replayed in her mind. She would get up early and walk or run before work to try to offload some of the extraordinary energy. And each morning, she would receive messages that offered different overlays or interpretations of the initial vision. Quoting her, I had no explanation for these bizarre events. These experiences differed from anything that had happened before. I was besieged with questions. Why? And the more important question, why me? What should I do with this information? I needed answers. Answers came after the fifth day of instruction. Early Sunday, on October 4th, 2015, the messenger explained the reason for the multiple overlays she had received. I had become an instrument of the word. I had been named an agent, a representative. I was to be a translator of the new energy, the same energy that had been responsible for the vision of creation. Different interpretations meant reaching wider audiences through a shared vocabulary. What follows now is Candace's interpretation of what she learned during the days of instruction. The word. In the beginning, God looked about and saw nothingness, for there was nothing and is nothing except him. There was no form, there was no space, there was no boundaries, he is. He is all that is. There is nothing more. As he is everything and everywhere, there is nothing. 
no thing where he is not. Yet there was a desire for expression, the expression of his oneness. Therefore, he called forth the formless energies of all that is to become, to come to him. He did this with a great exhalation of breath. His breath continued to the far reaches, awakening his life force, and throughout everywhere the energy obeyed the summons, and so it began. He then inhaled using his breath to pull those energies toward him. This inhalation created a vacuum. With the reversal of his breath, the energy contracted. It became a magnet for those formless energies, pulling them to his center. Those energies swirled in all directions, gathered together, turned, and raced toward the source of the call. And from all directions, those energies came. Megalithic waves came forth like a gigantic tsunami, gathering strength and force as they raced toward the source of the calling. As the waves approached the center of the vortex created by his summons, they crashed into each other. Waves of dark energy collapsed into particles. The energy began to unfold upon itself, creating layers upon layers, flooding into that deep center of stillness, the vacuum that had called them home. The outer waves of energy continued to contract and rush towards his center. The great tor or ordeal field of energy relentlessly circled, then collapsed, repeating the pattern of building and collapsing over and over. This great vortex, this boundless vacuum, gathered more and more photons of all that is until it formed the first black hole. The crashing of these energies into the center of the creator produced awareness. Rising awareness observed as forms grew from the formless. Boundaries developed, creating space where no space had existed before there were boundaries. Awareness created consciousness. As the Taurus continued to build and recycle energy, its center became more powerful as awareness and consciousness intermingled and increased astronomically. Yet stillness, centeredness, and holiness filled with power and love resided deep within the center. This ever-building field of dynamic energy created energy fusion, a nuclear reaction of these mighty energies. This nuclear reaction, this massive shift of energy, produced light, brilliant and powerful beyond measure. These great energies created a singular point of light and energy called a singularity. A star was born. This singularity, this brilliant star, exemplified the awareness of God, the Creator, expressing. It represented the life force of our God, consciousness, creating the great central sun star. This great light began to beat like a giant heart, taking on a life of its own. Its vibrations matched the music of all that is. At this point, Candace had a vision of hundreds of thousands of diamonds scattered on a black fabric that stretched for miles. She noticed movement from underneath as if an invisible hand had pinched and tugged the material downward. In response to this gravitational pull, the diamonds rushed toward the center and spilled over the rim of the opening. They tunneled, tumbled into the mouth 
of the black hole like water down a drain before they disappeared into the center of the vortex. Within moments, the clustered diamonds had created a brilliant single point of light, the singularity. His energies continued, creating more awareness and consciousness, strengthening the singularity, that great center star, sun, even more. He looked at what he had done, and this pleased him. He smiled and said, this is good. This was the birth of the universe. It was done, the ultimate manifestation of energies, creation. Light was born out of the energy of consciousness and awareness of all that is. The star of the great central sun star was formed. But it did not stop there, for our father gathered this single point of existence, the light of the singularity. His sun star formed deep within the center of his stillness. He commanded, let there be light. With that, he hurled the light across this new universe with his breath of life, prana, the energy of life force. An explosion of the light of the singularity followed, an explosion of his awareness, an explosion of consciousness extending beyond immeasurable boundaries. The singularity shattered and created an event horizon. As the center of the star exploded, it created a stargate. From the center of our creator, energy exploded into space not previously known, for there had been no space before our father commanded light to come within. And now he had sent his son's sun, star, his light across the ocean of nothingness into the infinite beyond, past the confines of the newly birthed universe, spreading both particles and waves of energy. Yet ever so faint, the heart of the singularity continued to beat. In an instant, the light of the singularity washed over all that is. Many humans refer to this as the Big Bang. Energy from above crossed the soul of the singularity, extending below to anchor both dimensions through the energy of conscious awareness, creating the as above, so below concept. The horizontal explosion of the singularity produced an energy beam of consciousness that anchored the as within, so without dimensions. At the center of both the vertical and horizontal pillars, the soul of the singularity continued to beat, sending life force energy to all that is. The trinity was completed and the totality of its components shattered with the explosion of the singularity, spreading the holographic particles of all that is to all there is, but its essence remained and continued to pulse. Never before since has there been such a massive eruption. The creator hurled his own sun from the center of his being into the new universe. As the energy from his sun exploded within the newly formed universe, the multiverse formed. Those exploding divine sparks from this great star created another dimension. The energy of the as above, so below, and the as within, so without became conceptualized as a great multidimensional star, a Merkaba. 
the great symbol of life from which all life sprang. It came to symbolize the energy and power behind all of creation. And so it began. We are created from light. Those pieces of the divine light are the star seeds that were sown for light that was scattered from the beginning came from the great central sun, a great magnificent star. We are those sparks of light shot forth from that sacred stargate. We are pieces of the singularity. But as the multiverse expanded, the Trinity began to separate until the point where we became lost. We strayed from the flock of the one most holy. We knew not from whence we came. We lost our homes, our sense of belonging, our true nature. We no longer knew our divinity within. We knew that we came from light. Like sheep that had wandered from the field, we found ourselves lost in a wilderness, alone and afraid. The two pyramids of the star, tetrahedron separated, one moved up as the other moved down. This created space and the perception of separation. This gap between the two pyramids became known to humanity as the veil. Humanity no longer felt connected to the creator or separation came by the veil of forgetfulness. The separation of the Holy Trinity continued as the multiverse expanded, caused by the shattering of the great central star. The end result, many humans live lives unaware of their connection to source, to home, to light, to the creator. But many are awakening to the truth that we are those flames cast off from the almighty expression of energy. We are created from the magnificent light source, the great star, the great sun of the universe. It is a part of us and we are a part of it for we have come full circle. There was a new light, a new set of energies that were cast off from the great central sun during creation. Yet this energy was different. It remained intact as a huge photon belt. This photon belt is now part of the ascension process for it is awakening the star seeds within each of us. The energy of the photon belt is similar to the energy of the source. So at this point, Candace wondered whether the energy of the photon belt was what she had felt. Was this what had filled her with this incredible energy and granted her the vision of creation. Continuing, the shepherd is calling us home, back into the flock from which we came. And this new energy reaches us, entrainment occurs. The star seeds deep within our heart are starting to vibrate to these new frequencies, taking on more light, awakening to the deep slumber which has held us captive in a sea of forgetfulness. As our frequencies entrain to the newer energies, the ascension process awakens. Our universe is no longer expanding, but beginning to contract as we chart a course home to source. We are not separate from all that is. We are all one. For we have been birthed from the light, and now it is time to return. It is time to know our source, 
to recognize our source, to love our source, and to return to source. It is time to awaken to our divinity within. Look upon this sacred symbol and know ye are God. This is symbolic of creation, of return to the great central star sun within. It is symbolic of the new order of Melchizedek, which has come upon the earth at this time to awaken the ascension process within. Ye are born of the great central sun. Allow that sacred star seed within to awaken. Come dance with me, dance with me in this light that shines ever so brightly from within. Come dance with me through this beautiful new energy that has been given to us. Come dance with me, O ye children of the light. Come dance with me in the light. Why me, Candace wondered. Why had she been given opportunities to see beyond everyday reality into the mystical space outside of what the physical senses measure? The answer had arrived. She was an instrument, a representative of the word of the messengers. As an agent for the messengers, she had been assigned the task to interpret and unveil these words to those who were ready to hear. Yet these lessons and ideas would be shared through her words. These were not the words of a prophet, an ascended master, or a saint, but the words of a common, everyday person who had stepped onto a path into the unknown. She may never know the reasons why she had been chosen to be a representative, but she realized her acceptance of this challenge had transformed her. As she processed these new responsibilities, the boundaries of her life as a reluctant messenger dissolved to make room for this new role. This role had, been, had changed her life's course from an ordinary path to an extraordinary journey that had already enriched her life beyond measure. Thanks for joining the Mystical Underground. Visit www.themysticalunderground.com for the latest blog post and book info. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. Listen to the podcast at podcast.themysticalunderground.com. Follow Trish and Rob on Instagram at Trish and Rob McGregor. Follow us on Twitter at The Mystic Cast. Send email to podcast at themysticalunderground.com. And until next week, thank you for listening and stay mystical.